0: Thank you. So uh, I'm going to come into, uh, so I brought a refresher on that prophetic word this morning. I'm going to bring a word of caution um, here next, and then I'm going to um, bookend it with fresh vision. Who's who's here for that this morning? Amen. So um, I felt um, myself in the Holy Spirit um, cautioned um, about The nature of assumption and and being led to untangle from assumption um, as we enter this new era. Who knows that the nuances and the graces and the rules of the last era aren't going to work or fall or land in the same way. Even though the Father is everlasting, the scripture is everlasting, he leads us with a fresh fervour and a fresh influence. And so um, untangling from assumption, particularly from the influence of religion, is something that i have feeling um, led in myself personally, probably for about six months in particular. Smearing and assumption are born of the soul. And they can take us and others a degree off course. So assumption is something that you accept as true without question or proof. So I'm not talking about testing and critiquing everything. Please don't be one of those people. (laughs) It's exhausting. (laughs) Um, You know, from a negative perspective, you know. um, I'm talking about not deferring to old era thinking. This requires heightened awareness so that we would even know when we're slipping under the hood of old-era thinking. So I felt I need to untangle from religious references which have been cultivated over a lifetime of being in church. I've found I need to slow down and weigh my thoughts and my responses and not default. Religion is such a strong influence, we can easily default and not even realise it. I was in a conversation um, with Matt and Reese about gigging and, and worship leading and the different atmospheres and all of this. Um, and um, I just, my my default response was influenced by religion, and it was a little bit shallow, a bit two-dimensional. Then Matt, the deep well that he is, brought this full-on relational perspective. And I it was in a little chat group, I just deleted my earlier conversation, pointed it, did an arrow emoji and said what he said. (laughs) It was the better way. So the Lord is like rewiring our thinking, Um, you know, religion is shallow waters, he's leading us into greater depth um, and relationship is so much more gracious, Um, he's leading us in a new way. So uh, not to make decisions sound confused or double-handled. I'm not asking you to get yourself all stirred up (laughs) over your decisions. It's just best not to default or ask the Holy Spirit, when I'm defaulting, would you illuminate for me so I could see and navigate differently? Rather, he always invites us, constantly invites us to renew our mind. Um, And that is meditating on what is true and noble and pure. And I would say current because he's working in a fresh way, even though it's underpinned with the everlasting way. And his spirit is always on the cusp of the new. So smearing is to coat or mark something messily or carelessly with a greasy or sticky substance. AKA, if you've got toddlers in your life, don't wear white (laughs) You're likely to get a butterfinger right down your pants. Um, Smearing, Um, it also means to damage the reputation of someone by false accusations or slander. Um, This has been more common. in the, in the wider body of Christ. Um, I felt the nuances of it more recently. Um, it's not new. You know, anytime the church arises, so does the sound of the accuser. It's been that way all through scripture. It's not new, um, but I just wanna prepare us. The Lord is in our midst. The church is rising. The body of Christ is unifying. So heads up. Um, prepare and expect even the voice of the accuser, the slanderer, the smearer to pop up. And often it surprises you because it often comes within the body of Christ um, because we we can have a tainted lens. Most times we need the Lord to heal the wounded part which enables for the tainted lens so that the flow, our sound is sweet um, unto his ears. Amen. So, you know, be encouraged. Um, as the body of Christ begins to function more in unity, more as a whole function body. Um, The kickback is slander. Ultimately, that's a good sign. It's actually a compliment. You you know, if you hear what I'm saying, it's like, good. You know, the glory of God and things must be evolving according to his will. So it's like, buckle up. (laughs) Um, But I want to encourage us, anytime you hear a hint of discord or um, disenchantment in the wider body of Christ in our beautiful um, mid-north coast, I want to encourage you pray and bless and release healing over those ones. And many times, privately or even in our corporate prayer meetings, I'll lead the church um, for a healing for the disenchanted in the body of Christ in our region. That the Lord would heal their hearts because then their sound will change. And Luke uh, 6 28 to 29 instructs us so well. You can always fall back on the word of God. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other one also. Simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother. To retaliate, maintain your dignity. So um, Matt spoke here recently and he talked about distraction. Distraction causes us to lose forward motion. Going a degree off course can take us on a false trajectory. We have to be so in step with the Spirit of God. these days. Pastor Danita talked about guarding the spirit of agreement in our marriages and broadly in our relationships. There have been a lot of golden links presented recently um, and these are keys to move forward in revival days, in life-giving buoyant days. Um, The journey of John and Judas is an interesting one. Two disciples... Both had proximity to Jesus, deep heart connection with Jesus. Um, John uh, was the beloved. He had his ear to the heartbeat of Jesus. He had a close, endearing relationship. And it led to divine revelation. That's one of the hallmarks of John's life. Um, Judas got hoodwinked by his own agenda. And these are days we're going to need to weigh in with the Holy Spirit... You know, am I hearing according to deep revelation, deep relationship, or am I hoodwinked by my own agenda? The Lord is really causing us, calling us all to lay down our own agenda and to come into one accord and move forward together. Um, I just wonder if Judas was the hype guy. Uh, You know, the ones that are caught up in the motion (laughs) and all the excitement, but not quite attuned to what God is doing. A degree off course. At some point, he must have been convinced he was doing the right thing. Assumption and smearing. So I'm not... The primary opponent to revival is and will be religion. That old frame of mind. And I'm not presenting all the answers. I'm more raising awareness as we walk into a new day here today. I'm kidding us out for the future. Um, In another setting, we see Moses, he's sending the scouts out to investigate Canaan. Uh, And in Numbers 13-2, it says, each of the scouts was one man from each tribe, each one a tried and true leader in the tribe. Um, They were leaders of leaders, Uh, but the majority missed it because of their assumption. Uh, And their smearing affected the vast majority of the Israelite community. And angered God to the point he was ready to smite them. (laughs) But instead, most of that generation died in the wilderness and didn't get to taste and see the fullness. So assumption, smearing, a degree, of course, it's kind of important, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Numbers 14 uh, 36 to 37. So it happened that the men Moses sent to scout out the land returned to circulate false rumours about the land, causing the entire community to grumble against Moses. All these men died. I know which camp I want to be in. The one that moves into the future. Can I get an amen? ha <laughs> So, Caleb and Joshua had a different spirit. They had spiritual sight. Uh, And it says of them in Numbers 14 24, but my servant Caleb, this is a different story. He has a different spirit. He follows me passionately. I'll bring him into the land that he scouted, and his children will inherit it. Spiritual sight. You know, if you want to check the weather, you check the radar, which predicts before it hits. We need to tune in to the Spirit of God. A year ago, I saw the storm clouds. A year ago, before I'd even known them in my entire life, now they are more common. We understand what these full storm clouds look like, and they're coming more commonly. But it was, a, it was divine foresight Spiritual sight grants us divine foresight. Is it not what we want for ourselves and for our children? Not the news reports, but a divine insight to what God is doing. He's already ahead of the game in these times. Uh, uh, Good Friday service. I was down here. We're in pre-service prayer. And the Lord spoke to me that we're going to kneel off the back of worship today. All my instruction is from him. I don't do anything outside of his instruction. Um, And as I got that impression, Cleo, my 10-year-old daughter, crossed the threshold at the same time. And the Holy Spirit gave her the same impression. After the service, she told me, when you all kneeled, it surprised me because the Lord showed me that before the service even happened. The Lord is increasing divine insight, and it's not just for me, it's for us, and it's for the little ones, and it's going to increase, increase, increase. Spiritual sight is going to increase across the body in Jesus' mighty name. So how do we carry and honour the vision? How do we be the Caleb and Joshua? We come into agreement. We echo it. Pastor Danita is the pin-up person for this. We carry it in our hearts We pray for it. We have faith for it, like Caleb and Joshua. We ask the Lord to clarify our part in the Mosaic, and we play our part. So I'm going to share a fresh vision. So I just shared all of that to make a way for the fresh vision, so it would land in the hearts of Caleb and Joshua this morning. Can I get an amen? All right, here we go. The cluster harvest. So I was in um, a meeting with Pastor Mike Dumas, a First Nations minister in our region, a man I really respect, and he hosted these nights of refreshing and I'm standing in the atmosphere of worship on the last night and the Lord gives me an image and and language to go with it and he called it the cluster harvest. So what I saw was pockets of harvest in various places, some small, some obscure, mostly regional, and the cluster harvest stretched out along the coast and over the Queensland border. And the harvest came from mixed seed. I saw brown and white seed for a brown and white harvest. First Nations, African, Indian, Caucasian, to name some specific ones that I see collaboration happening with, and I'm going to give you some examples in a moment. Cluster, meaning a group of things of the same kind that are very close together. Um, whatever the creed or the colour, we are the same kind in the kingdom. Equal value, origins in Christ. And I feel like the Lord is levelling. He is levelling Uh, and bringing more and more into partnership. So I've got my head in the heavenlies, if you can't tell. Um, I understand things are brewing on a political front, but my head isn't entrenched there, if I can be honest. Um, That's not my reference. This is the kingdom, and my head is in the heavenlies, and that's where my reference comes from. Amen. So um, if I could liken... Um, the cluster harvest to anything, uh, it would be this plant which is the uh, purple fountain grass. Does anyone have one in their yard? Or at the donut which is near their house? Or it's quite common actually across the Australian landscape. Um, so this is a plant, it, to me it looks like two but it is one. Uh, deep purple and white parts um, which is what made me feel initially like there was, it was a mixed seed. Because the Lord was bringing my eye to the different colours in the harvest. He was bringing my attention to that. So this plant is highly invasive and will germinate readily in gardens, bushlands, even cracks in the footpath. Amen? Amen. Um, So this reminds me of the off-road church, which is a a vision and a strategy for this new era um, that I have shared and I've preached this and you can find it on our podcast, on our website, c3pmq.com, under the title Broadcast, on 16th of October 2022. It's a blueprint for the days that we're moving in. And broadcast is to spread something such as seeds over a wide area. Do you not know that we are in harvest days and the seed is broadly spread across our nation and at the scent of water the seeds will burst open and harvest will be found in Jesus' mighty name. So the purple fountain grass is mostly dispersed by the wind and I've I've seen an image like that of seed being carried on the wind and supernaturally transported and taken out far quicker than human effort. Because the wind of the Spirit is hitting our sails. The wind of the Spirit is joining us in the harvest. So the disciples were sent out in pairs and in clusters, you could say, when they went out to take kingdom ground. And in Luke 10.1, it says, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He sent them out. And we will go in pairs. And we will go in clusters like we are sowing in our Foster Tongue Curry location each week. We are sowing, we are sowing, we are sending in. Can you raise your hand if you've been a part of sowing in prayer or sowing in ministry into our Foster Tongue Curry? Raise it loud and proud. Many of our significant ministers here have sown there and we value each one of you. So I saw a vision of a stream flowing from here to the far parameters of Australia, and I saw little boats of provision carried on the waters and going out to the far parameters of Australia. There is a provision that the Lord has and will assemble to this place, and it's our responsibility to steward it well, to sow it well, to send it well, um, as the Lord brings it to us. So back to Caleb and Joshua. If you don't mind me skipping about, maybe listen back to this message if you feel like it's loaded and... um ...moving in numerous directions. It will culminate, trust me. Uh, And this is what happens with the land scouts in Numbers 13, 23 to 24. When they arrived at the Eshkol Valley, they cut off a branch with a single cluster of grapes. It took two men to carry it, slung on a pole... They also picked some pomegranates and figs. They named the place Eshkol Valley, Grape Cluster Valley, because of the huge clusters of grape they had sh- cut down there. After 40 days of scouting out the land, they returned home. The harvest that's coming is supersized. It's significant, it's weighty, it's not what we've known before. We need to strengthen our arms and focus our hearts. Strengthen our arms and focus our hearts so that we're well positioned for the cluster harvest. Our new territory is the cluster harvests. It's broad and it's going to require many of us. The kingdom collaborations of the same kind. The spirit click, cross-cultural across the breadth of the mid-north coast and further north. This is what I see. Now, a distinctive of the cluster harvest is one man sows and another reaps. It's collaborative and Jesus is the singular recipient of the glory, not church branding. Church branding is falling to the wayside. Jesus will be magnified. Jesus will be magnified. Jesus will be magnified. So the Lord has assimilated significant migrant ministers and intercessors and contributors from across the nation, actually, and the nations, it amazes me, into this place, not to bottleneck, but so that we would reach the breadth of the mid-north coast, not to become dormant, but to be called into activation. You are here that you'll be an active part of the vision. So for a tangible example, to help my pragmatic friends, um, the night I had this vision, I stood with Pastor Mike, with Pastor Dr Blessing, with Revivalist Florence um, in Pastor Mike's meeting. We stood together to pray for the conference. Amy assembled us and led us in prayer. Uh, And this partnership with Revival Conference is an example of the cluster harvest, the coming together, the one accord, the one kind, ...for the sake of the kingdom. Um, The altar at Tari is um, predominantly Indian families... uh, ...that we stand in prayer with for Tari. They're the most dignified, sweet spirit of people. They predominantly minister to First Nations people. They are occupational therapists and uh, psychologists... ...and so they're reaching into that part of the community. That is an example of the cluster harvest... In the mixed seed, there is a different spirit. The spirit of the revivalists meets the spirit of humility, meets the apostolic spirit, and it's coming together for the sake of the harvest. Amen? Amen. Um, I'm just going to ask uh, the worship team to come. How are we going out there? Are you full to your eyeballs? Think how I felt coming in this morning. There was so much, I was full to my eyeballs. And I just had to share it with you all because I feel the urgency, the urgency, the urgency. I could not wait. He did not permit me to wait. It has to be released now because now is the time. And what I want to do this morning is I want to acknowledge uh, the First Nations people in the room I want to acknowledge people that partner with and minister to um, the First Nations people. There's a lot of people that are in the health sector and um, in the schools. And I think of um, Solly and Seti and um, Pisa who work in the Nautilus and Clontarf part, negotiating and um, journeying with young First Nations people. And I think of them today, even though they're not in the room. I'm going to ask you to stand, if you would, if you're a First Nations person in the moment I'm going to ask Amy and Roger um, to move around and just simply to anoint you, to acknowledge you, to honour you and to stand with you. Um, Emerging generation, I speak to you and I declare dignity and honour over you. Um, And so we're going to do that in a moment. Florence and Blessing, I just wonder if you would stand. I see you as a significant part of the cluster harvest. Craig and Joe, would you stand as a significant part of the cluster harvest? If your heart is burning for the cluster harvest, can I ask you to stand? If you acknowledge, I feel called, I feel compelled, I'm stepping in, then I would like you to stand. And Amy and Roger are just going to begin to anoint those ones to acknowledge and to partner with you in this place today. And the team are going to sing this song over us.
1: This is our nation. This is our land. This is our future. This is our hope. A land of reaping, a land of harvest This is our land, this is our home This is our great south of the Holy Spirit A land of red dust place, summer to the somber clear, we will see a To the straight south land, the spirit gold. Uh,
0: if you're of African descent, if you would please stand, I want to acknowledge you today and the significant spirit that you bring to our nation for such a time as this harvest. So if you feel comfortable, if that resonates with you, if you would stand uh, where you are. I don't want anyone to miss out today. Thank you.
1: This is the nation. This is our land. The land of plenty. This land of hope. The richest harvest, you see the we see the people, we see revival, his spirit come This is a great sad thing, the Holy Spirit let it rent us place. Some Michael,
0: if you would stand, if you feel comfortable. I just want you to be acknowledged and anointed in this moment.
1: We see it harvest to this land, revival good this is the great sound of the Holy Spirit. Let
0: Gibbs. I just want to make sure they are not unseen. They're not left out. Jonah and Rebecca Gibbs. I want to make sure they're prayed for today. We honor you. We esteem you. We lift
2: you up. You're the head. You're not the tail. You're the head. You're not the tail. He's the lifter of your head. He's the lifter of your head. He's the lifter of your the fullness of life into the fullness into the fullness of life we stand we run we stand we run with you we stand we run we stand we run with you into the harvest into the kingdom take your place in the kingdom lift your head in the kingdom
0: understand now I don't think anyone's unseen or unacknowledged that's so important I just wanted to take time for that uh, I have been talking about 2022 the year of the headwind 2023 the year of the tailwind and there has been a turning of the wind a turning of the wind and acceleration is coming acceleration is coming acceleration is coming. And I'm going to speak these couple of scriptures over to you. And they're divinely powerful because they're now scriptures. And if there is a stuck part, if there is a dormant part, if there is a slowing, languid, limping part of your life, I believe this scripture will strike the sails of your soul, strike the sails of your life and bring a release and a shift and a forward motion like only God can. Amos 9, 13 to 15. Yes. Indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree. Things are gonna happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everything you look, everywhere you look, blessings
2: Blessings, blessings, blessings,
0: blessings, blessings. Like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people Israel and my people of the mid north coast. They'll rebuild their ruined cities. Plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I'll plant them, plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, says so. In Jesus' mighty name. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's praise, let's praise. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: They said This is our future This is our land, this is our future, this is our home. Let it reap, let it harvest. This is our land, this is our home. Let's lift
0: up our nation in prayer. Lord, we bring her to You, this great Southland, this nation of Australia. Lord, we bring her before You, the fullness of her, the fullness of this nation. We thank You, Lord, we're on the cusp of harvest days.
2: We're on the cusp of harvest days. We see the harvest
0: full and bright and white. We see the harvest full and bright and white from the north, the south, the east, the west, the north, the south, the east, the west. Arms full
2: with the harvest with the harvest, I declare a release of the harvest, a release of the harvest, a release of the harvest into the hands of the saints. Lord, what may we be like expectant midwives, poised, ready,
1: Dust place, summer race, but to this suburban, we will see a birth. To this great south there, the Spirit comes. This is the great south there of the Holy Spirit, let of red dust flame. Rains, to this summer land we will see a flood, to this great southland, the spirit God
0: Thank you Lord for a visitation of peace peace resting on the fathers, peace resting on the mothers, peace resting on the children peace resting on the households. Thank You, Lord, the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace is moving amongst the fullness of the harvest, the fullness of the harvest. And peace will be destroyed, and peace will rest, and peace will bring them strength, peace will bring them joy. A sweeping
2: move of peace, a sweeping move of peace. A sweeping move of peace, a sweeping move of peace. Yeah. yeah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus'
0: name. If I can think of one thing that Australia needs, it's peace. And peace is coming her way. Peace is coming her way. Peace is going to visit the households, visit the sons and daughters, visit the mothers and fathers. Thank you, Lord, a sweeping move of peace, filling the hearts and filling the households. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I'm gonna close the service here this morning. I trust that your cup is filled to overflowing in this place this morning. The worship team are gonna vibe out a little bit longer. If you wanna intercede a little bit longer, if you wanna press in, little bit longer then feel free to come forward but I'm gonna release the kids and release you to go and get them have a beautiful Sunday and make way for revival conference this Thursday make way make way in Jesus name Amen